Hi, welcome to my channel. My name is Lisa Allistway, and I create a variety of inspirational and informational videos you can use and apply to your life. My guest today is Scarlett DeBeese. Scarlett is a personal wardrobe stylist who works with women of all shapes, sizes, and ages. Scarlett is also the author of Stop Stressing About Dressing. I will be linking her website down below for your reference. Welcome, Scarlett. Hi, hi, Lisa. How are you? Good, good. So can you tell us a little bit of how you became a personal stylist? Sure. So basically, I was uh, dragged kicking and screaming to an image consultant, which is technically what I do. I'm an image consultant. And a friend of mine had a, a bot, you know, bring, bring a guest for free, something like that. And so she begged me to go and I went kicking and screaming and it changed my life. So, I mean, I ended up following everything I learned. It, it made me realize why I had things in my closet that I wasn't wearing, why I kept buying the wrong things. I was incredibly devoted to what I learned so much to the point that as the woman who had you know, analyzed me, uh, would see me around town and would see that I was, I mean, I was literally following the rules that I learned. And she eventually um, suggested that I, that I become an image consultant myself. <laughs> Fantastic. And so that's kind of it. I went, I went to school. You don't have to, but I think the more you know, the more you can, you can provide and share. And um, that's it. After, you know, about, a, about six months later, I was in business. And so what, what type of schooling do you go for this to become a personal stylist? There are other image consultants who train. I went to Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City, and there were two different image consultants who was running a school there, and it was serious. So, you know, we're talking, you know, nine to five, nine to six. Uh, it was like a 10-day program, pretty intense, pretty expensive too, mm -hmm. um, but I learned a lot. And I learned tricks and secrets that a magazine's not going to tell you and a book's not going to tell you, or maybe my book does, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's more to knowing what to wear than just following a trend. And, and that's what I learned. And I live by it and I live by it and I share it all the time. Fantastic. So let's talk about the power of color. And uh, I can see we're both dressed today in a lot of color. Uh, how does color affect how we feel and the power of it? So when I, the first thing I do when I work with a client virtually or in person, and I work mostly virtually and I have been for nine years, is the color. What colors to wear and what to avoid. I am not the kind of color expert that talks about what the message color is, it sends rather. I'm more about what it does for you. So when you wear the right color, you're going to look healthy. You're going to look a little younger. You're going to look a little less sprinkled. And you're going to be looking like um, people might say to you, hey, did you go away? Did you have a vacation? When you wear the wrong color, people will literally ask you if you're feeling okay. Mm -hmm. and, which is a horrible question to get when you are feeling okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's like being asked if you're pregnant and you're, all you had was lunch. So, you mm -hmm. know, it's like some things you don't know. Um, the wrong color can make you look... Uh, weaker it can make you look more wrinkled it can make it look grayer it can make your eyes and your teeth look yellow I mean these are all negative characteristics so but when you wear the right color and you look better you automatically look more powerful you automatically look more present more of an authority 
you have more professionalism and power when you're wearing the color and clothes that are right for you. So red happens to be a color that I love. I can wear it. I can, it works for me, but on somebody else, it could make their skin look red, which is not a good thing. It can make somebody look overpowered, which is not a good thing. You, you, in other words, you should be wearing color. It shouldn't be wearing you. So just because red is a color of power doesn't mean everybody should be wearing it. Just like black isn't for everybody. It can be very overpowering. It can make people look very weak. It can make people look like they're hiding and disappearing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I really go by, by, you know, what works for each individual person. There are like, I have a new client who has these incredible golden colored eyes. He looks good in more, a variety of colors that ordinarily somebody wouldn't look good. And if they had more typical eyes like brown or blue, mm -hmm. so sometimes it's not just so simple. There's a little bit more nuances, but it's skin tone and it's eye color and it's hair color, and that's what you go by. Okay, very cool. So from what I'm hearing, you do color analysis with your clients. And so would it, it would include those three things that you just covered. Would it cover anything else? Uh, when, color analysis or when mm -hmm. I work with a client period? Color analysis is basically, I, I base it on their hair color when they were a child and now. So for women okay. especially, some of us don't even know what our hair color was anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so the reason is if you have, if you were born, let's say a blonde and now you dye your hair black, that's really not, that's not natural. And so you should be wearing colors that are best for the way you were naturally. And uh, that, that can change as we get older too, because our hair color does change naturally as well as with hair dye. And our skin tone changes too. So yes. if you've had your colors done 20 years ago, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily true that the same colors are going to work for you now. So mm -hmm. it is the beginning of how I work with somebody. It is a percentage of what I do for my clients, but it isn't the whole picture. Because if you're wearing a color that's great for you, but the cut or the style of the clothing is wrong, there's still more to be done, you know? But it's a very important start because when you are wearing the colors and buying the colors that are perfect for you, then everything in your closet is going to start being able to go with each other mm -hmm. and you can create more outfits or I create more outfits and more mixing and matching mm -hmm. as opposed to the typical closet, which is a little bit of this color, a little bit of that color, but they're not in the same families. They don't really go together. And that's why a lot of women then say they have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. stick to just the right colors that are right for you mm -hmm. you have a lot more outfits and a lot more possibilities mm -hmm. and nobody's going to ask you if you're feeling okay <laughs> right right so I remember when I was younger there was this big thing about the seasons you're a winter you're a spring you're a summer you're a fall and what are your thoughts on that or is it blocking people too much in no I do the seasons I do, the you seasons. do it yeah there are people who do um romantic or cool or warm or they you know I mean I had one person tell me that they were analyzed as a ballerina no idea what that means um, <laughs> the seasons are simple you know uh -huh. winter summer yeah. spring fall there that for instance the person with golden eyes can wear two different seasons certain colors from two different seasons because of the uniqueness mm. of his eyes you know so there's not 
the rules aren't hard and fast. There's a little bit of movement there. Mm -hmm. um, a good example of something like I'm a winter, so yeah. I wear jewel tones, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, if I was to be gray, have gray hair, naturally, um, mm -hmm. I would wear more subdued versions of the winter and that would be like a summer. So it gets a little bit softer. Mm -hmm. Otherwise okay. everything gets too harsh. So there is that sort of change, but there, there is, um, there's uh, like, I like a flow to it all. It's not mm -hmm. hard and fast, but mm -hmm. I do do the seasons. It keeps it simple. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows what spring colors are. You think of Easter and new flowers and fall. You think of earth tones, winter is jewel tones and summer is just a muted version of, of winter. Okay. Very cool. Cause when I've had it done, um, I remember they put up like a gold scarf and then like a silver scarf to see like what type of jewelry yep. matched your skin tone. Yep. Do, do you do like that. that tip as well? I think it's incredibly important to know what jewelry tones to wear and it's not done enough. I have to say that there are way too many women. Like I have some clients who have, you know, beautiful like reddish toned hair and they're wearing a lot of silver jewelry and it's wrong, it's disjointed. They look much better in gold or bronze toned, you mm -hmm. know, metallic, um, uh, you know, jewel, jewelry, necklaces and earrings. It's really all we're talking about. And that difference, when they see it, they get it, but they don't know. So people get so caught up in like silver is a thing right now. So then everybody gets caught up in just buying what's in or what's popular, but it's not necessarily what's best for them. But jewelry is a huge part of how I accessorize outfits and what makes a person pop in a positive mm -hmm. way. And everything when it comes to color and jewelry, all that, it's always about what's happening from here on up. It doesn't like if I say to somebody black is not the best color for you, it doesn't mean they can't wear black pants. It just means up here, it's not the best for you because it's making you perhaps look like you have dark circles. Mm -hmm. or shadows on your face so mm -hmm. with the jewelry it's very important the gold and the silver it's very dramatic when you when when I show that to somebody and you see it you get it but you don't mm -hmm. know about it and you don't think about it till somebody shows you are there certain complexions that are kind of neutral that can kind of get by on wearing both tones no, there's warm no. base colors and there's yellow base colors. So no. Okay. <laughs> there okay. are some people who can, like I said before, borrow a little bit here and there, but there's no, there's not, not like a wall color where everything can go with it. It's not like that. So no, there's different levels and different versions. So muted versus bright. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but that's really it. No, there's no, there's no magic person out there that can wear everything. I mean, right, right. not well anyway. <laughs> right. So I just, I remember when I was doing kind of like my color analysis, it seemed like there was some overlap because I was like, hey, there's a lot of colors in winter, for example, that I look good in. And then there's a lot of colors in spring that I look good in. I definitely didn't look good in, in the earth tones in the fall. Right. Um, that's where I would look sick and right. kind of, right. you know. So because you have these beautiful colored eyes, that changes things a little mm. bit too. You know, so I looking at you now and your colors, I would say you're more like a spring, but this is, this is making it very springy. <laughs> yeah, very springy. And it's beautiful on you. And it would look beautiful with Navy as, you know, as you know, to change it up things, you can do other colors with it. But um, as in, in terms of you having been a winter at one point, your hair color might've been darker. 
mm. at the time. I don't know, but there things can things can change a little bit. But there mm -hmm. are definitely there are clients that I will recommend, um, like you said, like winter and spring. Not all the colors of each though. Yeah, you. So yeah, yeah. and they well, all. I, yeah, because in my mind, I understand that like winter and uh, summer are like cool tones and then uh fall and spring are like warm tones yep. and when i did like the test where you put like a white sheet up to you or you put like a cream sheet i definitely look better in the white yeah so i yeah. fall under the cool tones right right yeah but but because of your eye color and yeah i do have some gold in my green eyes so it throws yeah. some stuff off i know throw some things off yeah and i have to say um it's surprising to me, but a lot of my clients um, have, you know, beautiful eyes like you, you know, my eyes are brown, they're just brown, but you know, people who have green or hazel or, or blue, and it's amazing to me how many of them do not wear colors that make their eyes pop. Mm. So when you wear something, the color of your eyes, they, it really, it, it's mm -hmm. beautiful, right? What happens? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't do that, which is, uh, amazing they do after I work with them but it's a kind of yeah. amazing to me how they don't see yeah how great that is so like you know yeah. blue eyes and they don't have any blue in their closet it's like come on we can do this <laughs> yes yes um, so it's just something to keep in mind if you wear the color of your eyes mm -hmm. match it in my case I would look okay in like a, a dark brown very dark brown mm. that's something a little tip you know just copy your eyes in your head of the game Okay, so let's talk about um, now with colors, there's all different tones. And my understanding is you can wear any color. It just has to be the right shade or that tone of that color. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so red, back to red. Um, yes and no, not every, like in the summer palette, a red would be more orangey. So the warm tones would be a orangey, a yellow-based version of the color. And the cooler ones, it would be a blue-based mm -hmm. uh, version. So it's never the same exact shade. You're right. There's like a variation in it, but mm -hmm. there's also then muted or bright. So mm -hmm. like autumn and um, autumn and summer are muted color, color groups. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, winter and the spring are bright. And so you have to sort of keep in mind that it's not just the color, it's also the the you, the you know, the brightness of it, I guess, is best mm -hmm. brights or 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 muted. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about black, because I know a lot of women love to wear black because it's slimming and it can be it can look chic and um it's kind of a no-brainer. You do a all black outfit, right? You don't have to like think about it. And um I remember seeing somewhere that said 25% of women can wear black. They don't even have to do their makeup and they just, they look good in black. And then like 50% of women can wear black, but they need to put makeup on. And then 25% of women look horrible in black. Have you heard anything like that before? No, but I'd love to, <laughs> if you find that, I'd like to. <laughs> I might have the 50 and the 25% off at the end. Maybe it's 50% of women that can't wear black at all. No, I, I love black. I wear black. I live in New York. New York's a lot of black here, uh, but I'm not a big proponent of recommending black to my clients. So some people are stunning in black if they have dark hair and dark eyes. I mean, they, they, it is stunning, mm -hmm. but it's also what everybody else is doing. 
And I don't want people that I work with to be like everybody else. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's one thing. The second thing is black. Yes, it can, it can, you could think it's making you look thinner, but again, it depends upon the cut of the clothing, you know, it Mm -hmm. can be black, but if it's, if it's too big or too small, you just look bigger. You don't look thinner. Mm -hmm. Also, and this is one time where I say I will do about messaging with color. Black is a color to make you disappear. Mm. And I want my clients to stand out in the right way, in the good way. So Mm -hmm. if you are, let's say a professional, you have a career and you are looking to attract clients, you don't want to disappear. And you certainly don't want to look like everybody else in the room. So when you go to an event, it's amazing how much black is there. But Mm. the person with that red necklace on or this kind of necklace on or the person with your color, you know, top, you got to remember them. You got to notice them, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that goes through for, you know, for dating, for parties, for business, for speaking. It's better to be recognized and not, and not fit into the crowd. Black mm-hmm. is a color of mourning. You don't want to disappear and you don't want to look like you're hiding and you don't want to look like you're like everybody else. I think that we all should have a little something, some color to what we're wearing so that we do not blend in and we look a little bit like I call like out of the box thinkers. We're not yeah. followers. So. Yeah, you you hear about women as they age sometimes reporting that they feel like you said invisible. So you don't want to erase yourself from society by adding to it and wearing, I guess, black to kind of you hide right. even more. You hide even more. And I, I mean, I have clients who are, um, you know, size eighteen, and I have clients who are a size six. And the color is not going to make the difference in terms of how they look and feel. It's really the fit first. Mm -hmm. But the color is a good way to start Mm -hmm. so that you don't buy clothes, at least that are in the wrong color. And then you focus on the fit and the style that's right for you. Yes. Can we talk a little bit about um, monochromatic dressing versus color blocking? And uh, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I think it's nice. I like it. I don't ever do it myself. <laughs> now that you ask me, I don't ever think about wearing, you know, different shades of red or different shades of blue all in one outfit. I kind of always mix it up. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, it's kind of, uh, it's very fashionable, you know? So I think that's, if somebody is in a creative field, it's great. If somebody's a designer or a decorator or a jewelry designer, I think it's a cool way to dress, but I don't think it's something that most of us should spend too much time looking to do because it's a lot of work actually mm-hmm. to get all the right shades of a color together. And most of us don't want to spend that, including me, spend that kind of time on, on doing that. It can, also, right. it can also go horribly wrong. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a little tricky. Mm-hmm. I would tend to shy away from that personally. Okay. And that's, that's something else to kind of point out to the audience is that you're, you're not really into like the fashionista type of route. Yours is more of a practical way of fashion so that you aren't stressed about it and sick and tired of trying to figure out what to wear every morning. Right. I'm not a trend follower. I know what they are. I'm aware of them, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not uh, a slave to trends because they come and go quickly Mm -hmm. and they're they're there to make you buy clothes. Mm -hmm. They're not there to help you look good. Right. Right. To help you build up a wardrobe. So, right. You know, if you really want to be a trend follower, you can do it in accessories, mm-hmm. uh, inexpensive accessories. But honestly, these days, 
almost everything goes. Mm -hmm. You know, 20 years ago, whatever was in is what you had to wear and it's all you could find in the stores. Mm -hmm. You know, when the low cut pants were in, you couldn't find anything that wasn't like a plumber pant, you know? (laughs) But now you can get everything. So so it's it's really important to dress and buy what is perfect for you, what's Mm -hmm. right for you. Mm -hmm. And to stop trying to fit into other people's designs or must-haves because it's yes. really a bunch of nonsense it really yeah. is so, I saw uh, yeah like there was a big trend going around of everything nude there was all these different shades of nude and I mean like they would wash me out and look horrible on me like I right. couldn't get behind that trend because I knew yeah. that it wasn't wasn't going to work for me for it you. might for other yeah. skin tones but definitely wasn't a, a trend for me. No, it was horrible. My husband called that band-aid color. You know, it's like, you, know, <laughs> you really want to look like a band-aid, you know? <laughs> so very few people look great in that color. It washes you out. It's, mm-hmm. it's not flattering. I had a client who um, was uh, having a party to celebrate that she overcame uh, cancer. And she had gone shopping for a dress. A friend of hers insisted on her getting this dress. And it was that nude color. And she Mm -hmm. was completely washed out looking. She looked incredibly unhealthy. And here she was about to have this party to celebrate that she survived. And then Mm -hmm. I found a dress actually in a bluish shade. She had gorgeous blue eyes. And all of a sudden, she looked like she really did survive cancer Mm -hmm. and that she was doing well. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's not... It's not great to, to like do with the must-haves because mm-hmm. they're only benefiting the people who design them or are making yep. money on the advertising. Yep. They're benefiting you. Plus, I don't really like it when I go someplace and I see women all look the same. So like the cold shoulder thing, that was a big a big thing for a while. Mm-hmm. Like everywhere mm-hmm. and every party, everybody was having the cold. Like there was no individuality. There was no creativity anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a big follower of that. I, I have plenty, um, there are plenty of people who do what I do who are totally into the, the labels and the, and the fashion and the look of the day. That's just not, my clients are not looking for that and I'm not going to give them that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when you open up your closet and you have only all these fancy dis, you know, trends or designer clothes, you are no more happy or not, no, no less stressed trying to figure out what to wear at all. Right. So, right. So let's, let's talk about that. One of the services you offer um, is also working with people and their wardrobe. And there's a concept called closet shame. Can you tell us what that is? So what happened was one of the reasons why I started doing working virtually about nine years ago. So timing wise, it was, you know, you know, ahead, I was ahead of the curve there. Yeah. A lot of women would say to me, I really want to work with you, but I don't want you to see my closet. They Mm. literally were ashamed of their closet. And I was actually surprised. And then it happened again and again and again. And then when I offered the virtual service, everybody was like, perfect. Hmm. They they were actually ashamed of their closet. So So I developed like these tips to help women get rid of this embarrassment of their closet. And part of it is because they have so much in it Mm -hmm. and they don't know what to get rid of. And they just keep buying more and it's just a big hot mess in there. I've Mm -hmm. never seen a closet worthy of being embarrassed over, but we all have our thing. And so if we think it's terrible, then we get embarrassed. So that's really why I started that whole end your closet shame, you you know, Mm -hmm. videos that I provide because people just didn't know what to get rid of. They didn't Mm -hmm. know 
how to know. And so that's what I shared, how to let people know what to get rid of so that yeah. they could get some order in their closet mm-hmm. and be able to open it up and find stuff because mm-hmm. women tend to go through their closet. Like when I work with them, they go through, they go towards the back and all of a sudden they found those pants they bought five years ago, but mm-hmm. forgot they had. So they bought another pair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all these things that they, you know, I worked with the client of the day and uh, one of the new tops that I found for her, she didn't have a necklace that went with it. And then she pil- put, put, you know, picked up this box that she had forgotten about all these fabulous necklaces in there. And one of them was perfect for the new top. But you don't know what you don't, you don't know what you have until mm-hmm. you go in that closet and dig in. And yeah. sometimes you need a push to do it. And that's really what I, what I try to accomplish there. Absolutely. Sometimes you need somebody to hold your hand because I know it can be emotional for some women because they've invested a lot of money, a lot of time. Um, some of it may be sentimental and they can't get rid of it for yep. X, Y, Z reason. Yep. And so just kind of decluttering and organizing the, cro- the closet can be quite the process. But you know, I, honestly, though, the interesting thing is that when a woman sees how good she looks in one thing and then how she doesn't in the other, then she has easily and happily able to get rid of something. Mm. When you see that it's not right for you and you know why, then it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And then you let go of that attachment. Well, that's what I wore to my engagement party 40 years mm-hmm. ago, or, or this is, you know, my mother-in-law gave it to me and, you know, or, you know, my friend gave it to me, or, you know, I spent so much money on it. I don't know what, I can't get rid of it, but you're not wearing mm-hmm. it. All of a sudden, when you see how great you can look in something and mm-hmm. how something else is not right for you, it's not flattering, mm-hmm. then you can let go. But until you do that, until mm-hmm. you put it on and take a look, you're not mm-hmm. able to let go. Yeah. And also, I think once you learn your colors and what works for you, when you do go shopping, you're going to be much more efficient because you can go, nope, nope, nope. That would look good on my friend, but not me. Absolutely. Yeah, now you can go when, when, so when I I don't just do colors, I do necklines and, you know, sleeve lengths and shoulder seams. Mm. And then when you go through the rack Mm -hmm. or online, the filter, you know, mm-hmm. you filter out the colors, you filter out the necklines uh, that are right or not right, depending on which way you want to look at it. Yeah. And then, then you have, the less you have to choose from, the easier it is. And a lot of women get very overwhelmed when they walk mm-hmm. into the store or go on a website. Mm-hmm. Use the, the filters or you just remember now when you're through the rack, what works for you, you might have to force your hand past the black. It's not mm-hmm. easy. <laughs> yes. But it's worth it. Oh, and the other thing I wanted to say was, I'm not saying you have to get rid of your black clothes, but add color with your jewelry or, mm-hmm. or a scarf, mm-hmm. you know, add something close to your face with the black to bring out the healthy part of your skin and the, in the beautiful eyes that you have mm-hmm. and make your teeth not look yellow, but make them look whiter. You don't have to get rid of stuff. You just have mm-hmm. to add some things to make it work. Yeah. So with the black, a good tip, I think would be like, really find out if you're that gold or you're that silver. So you can have that pop of shine. Right. That sign, that shine is illuminating and it will illuminate your face. And that's, I kind of like uh, sequences, like sequent shirts, nothing gaudy, but like, you know, a nice sequin white, you know, coming off. It kind of is very reflecting and uh, can make you look healthier. And And then you can also add, like, you know, if I was to say to somebody that, you know, um, teal, which is a great color for a lot of people, is a great color for you, then you can get a necklace that has some teal stones or beads on it. Yes. It doesn't have to be just metallic. You can add mm-hmm. color. There's mm-hmm. some great jewelry out there, costume jewelry that mm-hmm. has beautiful colors. Just bring your best colors near your face. And then your basic outfit becomes very interesting. 
And also you become approachable and people want to talk to you more. And it's mm -hmm. a great conversation starter. And it's mm -hmm. a great way to attract more into your life mm -hmm. when you have things around you that make you look healthier, make you look younger and make you look, I don't know, just confident. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what you were saying earlier about, you know, it's not just the color. You really do have to think about your body shape um, because that you want it when you're looking at tops, you know, is a V-neck better on you? Is a scoop neck better? Is, you know, that's all going to depend on how broad your, your shoulders are. And so right. with your stylist, you would kind of go over those kinds of things, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, these little specific things, which is why years ago, I believe that woman said, you know, you should do you should do what I do because I was like so religious about this. But when when these little tweaks, you know, not the shape of a neckline, where the neckline lies, where shoulder seam is, for some it has to be here, for some it can be here. Mm -hmm. um, but those little teeny things, it's amazing how they'll make you look taller, thinner, and younger. Mm -hmm. And and then you feel better about yourself. And it doesn't matter what size you are at mm -hmm. all. Yeah. And that's the amazing thing. A lot of women mourn the fact that they're not the same size they were before. They keep thinking one day they'll get there. It doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> it's just a gift that as we get older, it's harder and harder to lose weight. And mm -hmm. instead of like trying to get back to what you were, work with what you have now. Mm -hmm. And by knowing what specifics are right for you, you will feel better about yourself and look better and mm -hmm. stop buying clothes you end up not wearing. Right, right. Um, so that's interesting. Let's let's talk about the aging component here and how color changes as we age and some of the because of the aging process. So yep. can you share some of your thoughts on that? So so when a woman when a woman um, gets older, her skin tone changes a little bit. And then typically a lot of women are not not dying their hair anymore. One of the things about the pandemic was women weren't getting their hair dyed and mm -hmm. they could see what they look like with gray hair. And they were like, you know what, this is not bad, right? Yeah. So um, they call them women with silver hair. It's all they have, there's a whole group on Instagram called Silver Sisters, like a mm -hmm. hashtag, and yeah. uh, they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. So, but you have to now wear softer colors than you wore before, mm -hmm. otherwise you will look washed out and you will look yellow and unhealthy. And so, by just softening the colors as you get older. Um, you will look a lot better. Elizabeth Taylor is a great example. Elizabeth Taylor was mm. beautiful, beautiful, crisp, you know, blue eyes and this gorgeous dark hair. And she wore tons of jewel tones, you know, rich, and she wore a lot of jewels too. Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she had these rich, deep colors. As she aged, she allowed her hair to be all silver. Mm -hmm. And then you, you won't find any photos of her wearing red or, or, you know, black or, you know, uh, sapphire. She was wearing, you know, she was wearing softer colors, kind of like this. Mm. And stunning, you know? So it was a very dramatic change, but it was a good one. And, mm -hmm. she, and she, I'm sure she had people too she was working with, but, you yeah. know, so, but it was, it's really important to sort of tone it down a little bit. I mean, I have the same advice about makeup. When mm -hmm. we're younger, we wear a lot of makeup to look older. And it's really important as we get older to not keep wearing too much makeup because it'll make you look older. A mm -hmm. little bit of less is more as mm -hmm. we age. So, Plus, as we age and being out in the sun, we get more sun damage and that can also change our complexion yep. and that might shift what colors we wear as well. So colors and texture. 
So mm-hmm. if I have a, I, I have clients who have more texture to their skin and there are certain fabrics I suggest they wear and certain fabrics I suggest they don't wear. For example, like what? Well, let's say somebody has very smooth skin. They would look beautiful in satins, with things with sheen to them. But if somebody has textured skin, it could be lots of spots or you know wrinkles or just dry skin. And then mm-hmm. you wear like a very smooth fabric, it'll actually make your skin look more oh. uneven. Because the so, contrast. Yeah, you don't want the contrast, right. Right. So, so what do you recommend? Corduroy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, textured fabric, pattern fabric, tweed, okay. tweed fabric, nubby fabric, oh, okay. um, like a raw silk as opposed to a pure silk, you know, not pure, but smooth silk. Um, a pattern, a pattern is texture. Okay. As opposed to just a solid. It's like a little teeny thing, but it really makes a big difference. Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, very cool. Well, going to school gets you. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so we're coming toward the end of this. Uh, do you have any last minute tips for women or men for that matter? Stop buying things you already have. Mm-hmm. Stop buying something that fits in every color known to man. Uh, so a lot of times a woman will be so thrilled. Men are a little bit, men are simple in in the sense of okay if it fits it fits now fine I'm buying it done women are a little more involved but if something fits you and you're so thankful it fits you it doesn't mean you should be buying it in every color because Mm -hmm. all you're doing is having multiples of something and that if you if if it comes out that it really wasn't so great for you after all you have a lot of them Mm -hmm. and I see this a lot a woman will find something in a store she's so thankful that it fits and that she can with a button or a zipper whatever and she buys it in multiples but the end result is she doesn't feel she never felt that great in it Mm -hmm. and now she has 10 of them Mm -hmm. is it came in stripes and floral patterns too (laughs) you know buy something because your first reaction look in the mirror is I look good I feel good Mm -hmm. don't be the first reaction is hey it fits or it's on sale (laughs) or it's on sale sale, you know like I like I say um, if something is on sale but it's the wrong color or the wrong fit it's not a deal it's just Mm -hmm. a waste of money you Mm -hmm. know it has to be your first reaction. Look in the mirror should be, wow, you know, like you know, like give yourself a compliment. Yeah. Your first reaction is, well, you know, it's new. It's only ten dollars, or I need something, or you know, like I said before, it fits. That's not the reason to buy it. Your mm-hmm. first reaction should always be, this looks good on me, mm-hmm. and I always urge everybody to go by that reaction. Not well, if I lose weight, not if I wear Spanx, not if, well, you know, thank God I can get it over my head. So I'm going to buy it. It should never be anything like that. And if you have to think about it, don't get it. Mm -hmm. So shopping on, on purpose, I would think and taking maybe a little mindful shopping, mindful shopping, (laughs) take a little uh, cheat sheet of your best colors to kind of remind you when you're going. So you can kind of reference it. Yeah, my, I create a website for each of my clients where they can see their best colors and the different outfits I created for them and the styling tips I give for them. And they can access that on their phone. And then that's what you go by. And if it doesn't fit into that category, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and, and it's amazing how much money you can save yeah. buying things that are right for you as opposed to just, eh, okay. <laughs> yeah, stop the madness. Stop the madness. Stop that's the madness. really good. <laughs> um, so you have a special offer. 
for the listeners. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so it was back to um, helping women deal with their closets and get them started on knowing what to get out of the closet and what to do with the things that they have in it. And sometimes you just need to know why you need to get rid of something. Mm -hmm. So it's called End Your Closet Shame. And it's a video a day, I believe for five days. And I will talk a little bit about, you know, colors and fit. And for instance, um, one of my tips is, I believe, if I remember correctly, if you put something on and it looks like you could be in a 1980s TV show, (laughs) I'm... And there's a lot of people out there that's blue eyeshadow. Got to go. <laughs> a lot of people who have things that with the, you know, 1980 shoulder pads or the power mm. suits, you know, the working mm. girl look, and it's just taking up room, but they, you know, you need sometimes a little permission, uh, uh, incentive, a little push to just yes. say, okay, it's time. And then when you have less in your closet, I guarantee you'll have more to wear when you have less in your closet than you do now. It's kind of a uh, contrary, right? A little backwards thinking, but that, that's a really good point. You want to kind of see what you have and make it the best choices every time you step in your closet versus right. I don't know what to wear, overwhelmed with choices. And right. And then you end up wearing the same thing you wore the day before. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You're wearing the same outfits over and over, but there's mm-hmm. a whole world in there. And one of the tips in my, in my, my series is helping you go in your closet and create new outfits. Yeah. I heard that we we wear 20% of our yeah. wardrobe or something like 80%, 80% of it is just right. We wear 20% of our wardrobe 80% of the time. That's and it. my clients wear maybe 80% of their their clothes. It's you know, I mean depending upon you know it's occasions, but uh-huh. the less you have, the more you can wear them and you'll have mm-hmm. a lot more outfits than you have now and you'll stop wearing the same shirt and pants over and over and over again the monotony of it all monotonous <laughs> then you go out and buy more but you yeah still have something in there so right you, you know, forget what you have in there because right. you haven't assessed it or analyzed exactly and, exactly yeah my intention is never to have somebody buy and buy and buy it's to use what they have and then get things that fill in and create more outfits mm-hmm. but it's never to just unless there's something dramatic that happened to you in terms of your shape there's no reason to keep buying and buying and buying mm-hmm. just get a few of the right things to work with what you already have including your mm-hmm. accessories and you'll be it's actually very pleasant how to have open your closet and actually like not get into a panic attack when you open it yes yes I think it. I think that's why these like wardrobe capsules have been pretty popular yeah. you heard about those where people will like yeah put together a wardrobe of clothes, you know, very yeah. minimalistic type of idea. So I wonder I if they have a whole closet full of clothes. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. I mean, there's some people who, you know, they, they, they go by that. I don't really do that because if you have in your closet, everything that color wise works together, you automatically have a capsule. It all goes together anyway. It doesn't have to be so strict. Those capsules are like, you know, three shirts and two pants. And then you constantly wearing the same thing over and over again and change it with accessories. I think that can get a little boring, mm-hmm. I lo- but that's what I recommend for my clients for traveling for, you know, oh, yes. case that's ideal. I mean, I mm-hmm. go everywhere with a carry on. I do not take a, a, a bag that I check in. Mm-hmm. I have tons of outfits with my carry on because everything mm-hmm. goes to get, you know, mixes and matches, mm-hmm. but in your own, in your real life, it's nice to have a little bit more Fun, yeah, it would have worked for me. I because I'd want my closet, but maybe like off the side, like a a work 
weekly wardrobe that lays out the seven days and I don't have to think about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's nice to have a little personality in your in your wardrobe. And I and I think that's important. It should reflect who you are and it should also make you happy. And so I don't like anything too boring. <laughs> Definitely. That's why color, like the power of color and bring it in into your life. Yeah. Life's too short to wear black all the time. You know, we don't, we don't need to be mourning all the time. We need some happy. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. This was so good. Thank you for uh, coming on my channel today. I appreciate Thank it. You. My pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And so if you guys like this video, please give it a thumbs up and don't forget to like or share and subscribe and hit the bell to be alerted to when the next video drops. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Scarlett. Bye-bye.